You're listening to the Traffic and Conversion Show. I'm your host, Michelle Fernandez, and this is episode 46. Today is all about how to know if an offer will convert. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Traffic and Conversion Show, where it's all about helping online entrepreneurs amplify their content, build their influence, and convert their leads into sales to grow a profitable business and life they absolutely love. Now, let's get this party started. Hey there, it's Michelle. Welcome back to the show. This year has been amazing so far. And if you've seen my IG stories, the fam and I redecorated our living room dining room. So who knew some fresh paint and a custom crafted statement wall would make me feel so much better. It's so amazing what your environment does for your mental health, your energy, and your productivity. And I can't wait to finish decorating with all the final touches and then tackle my office. So I got some big plans for in here and I cannot wait to get them done and see what kind of productivity or what I can be inspired to create in my new space, right? So when it comes to how do you know your offer, if your offer will convert? Well, you don't, right? And that might not be the answer that you may have been expecting. Now, I'm going to give you five things that you should be thinking about when preparing your offer. And sometimes we're thinking like we have this fabulous product. And then when you put it out to the world, it's like crickets, right? Has that ever happened to you? Not the best feeling in the world, but remember, whatever happens or whatever we do, do not stop doing that. I love that you took the action to do there, and now we have data to kind of figure out and be that detective and figure out, okay, what's the reason that this did not work and how might we improve it? Now, what I've discovered in doing some of this detective work is that sometimes this happens when the entry point of your funnel is not congruent with your offer. Does that make sense? So basically, like, if you have a certain lead magnet, right, and you don't have the transition from the lead magnet to your offer, there's a breakdown in there. There's some sort of gap. And I've been seeing this come through a lot. Like, I had somebody that was like, I'm going to offer you these recipes, right? But what I what her offer was is a fitness plan, let's say, which is you would think that goes together because you want to eat healthy but then you want to work out too, right? It kind of got all goes hand in hand. However, what I felt with the transition from one to the other was not clearly defined of why someone would need now exercise to go with that meal plan. Does that make sense? And that usually happens when you don't do your due diligence and your market research. Now, when you're doing this market research, you're finding out your ideal clients' pains, struggles, dreams, and desires. And you should always be listening to the words that they use to describe those pains, struggles, dreams, and desires, right? That is the secret. So when you also create the offer, you want to start with the end in mind. I know you probably heard me say these things over and over and over because really that's what you need to have the success in your business. So if you start with the end in mind and reverse engineer back to your lead magnet, like you have to think about what are the natural uh, steps? What is the natural next step to then get further, further down your funnel and into your offer? Okay. And a lot of times you're right. The offer is good. However, your messaging is not. And then some of the time you're missing the mark totally. 
meaning that people could be looking for one thing and you're packaging it with another because you know that that's what they really need. However, your prospect doesn't get that they need it. Does that make sense? Here's another thing that I've discovered. You could be giving them way too much that they, like it overwhelms, like it overwhelms them, right? That overwhelm sets in. That's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) So have you ever seen a sales page that has so much stuff, like so many modules, so many bonuses. And at first you're like, wow, this is a great deal because I get all these things. But then you're like, wait a minute, how am I going to have the time to learn all this stuff, right? Get through, get this stuff done. And OMG, I have to do all of this to get the results that I'm wanting, right? So you have to look at that kind of like as the prospect or as your customer, what, how are they looking at this, right? Because what happens is as the online expert, we are most of the time coming from this perspective of, I need to make sure that my program is worth as I say in air quotes, the price that I'm charging. So I'm going to give them more and more stuff, right? I want them to see value. So I'm just going to keep putting more and more in it. And I'm here to say that sometimes the value does not always mean that it's worth less. Does that make sense? Because we always want to look at when we're pricing our stuff is really what is the transformation that they're getting, okay? So even with all that being said, you still won't know if your offer is going to convert until you actually put it out into the world and test it. So when you're preparing your offer, go through these five steps. And if you get this right, the selling will happen, meaning that the conversions will start growing. And then again, with each launch that you do or each offer that you're putting out, you're going to tweak it and fill in those gaps every single time so it gets better and better and better, right? So the first one is be specific. There has to be some sort of a big promise that matches one result on your sales page, okay? So you have to think of like, especially when it comes to small offers, like low ticket offers, you definitely want one result, one solution, one result. So drill down from a broad topic to just one piece and the bold promise that it can be delivered. So think about what your bold promise is going to be that you can really address specifically on the page of what they're going to get when they sign up for your offer. Then it needs to be tangible, something that they can feel. Um, This could even be like, okay, emotion. When we talk about emotion, because especially as digital marketers, or if we have digital products, it's not really going to be something tangible, right? However, their feelings, I would say, or their emotions go in with that. So you want to make it be like, I'm going to get these results as your promise, and this is going to be the tangible offer, okay? Then you want to repel. And yes, I did say repel. (laughs) And I know especially when I first got into this uh, business, not even the business that I'm in right now, I was like, wait a minute, but my product can help this person and this person of all different ages and all different colors and all different sizes. I don't care. Like it could literally help everyone. However, we have to look at like, we don't want everyone, 
right? We want to be able to repel certain people that are not a naturally good fit for our product. Now, I'm not saying to specifically say, like, if you're this, go away, right? We want to naturally push away people that it just is not a good fit for, right? Whoever is not the right fit will not buy. That is your goal. So it could even come down with the people that you don't want to work with right? Maybe you have like, I want this type of person. And this is, you know, when you create your ideal customer and, you know, her name is this and she drives this or lives here, has these interests. It's okay for you to want to work with certain people that are like go-getters and are driven and want to get this stuff done and not want to deal with lollygaggers or people who come up with reasons left and right of why they're not being able to get the results that you have made that big, bold promise in your program, that's okay, because you want people who are getting results, right? And by using some of these words, sometimes it kind of motivates people to be like, hmm, maybe this is why I am not getting the results I want, because I keep coming up with these dang excuses, right? Okay, number four, proprietary, your specific method. Let's just be real, okay? A lot of us sell the same exact product or the same exact promise or the same exact service, okay? Nobody invented any of this. (laughs) We've all learned from our mentors, whether they've been our private coaches or we've learned in a huge setting like an event or something versus a DIY course, we've all learned specific ways of marketing or specific ways of whatever your offer is, okay? But when it's proprietary, It's your specific method, your name, your framework, something that's unique to you, okay? And when you're looking at that, it's maybe even like your spin on it or how you have maybe tweaked something to get different results or done it in a different way that made more sense in your head versus the way you were taught it. Does that make sense? Because think about it. We all learn differently. And when you put your own spin on it or your own specific method or framework to it, that is what's going to set you apart, okay? Take away what doesn't need to be talked about right now. This is all just you and your proprietary framework, all right? Then the fifth step is aspirational. The vision of the destination that's going to get them so excited like put them in that future state where they can like imagine what their life is going to look like, what it's going to feel like once they get the results that you promised um, in your big promise, right? In your bold statement. What is sexy about the process? What do they need to see as that end result? Does that make sense? All right. So those are the five steps. We want specific tangible. We want to be able to repel them. It needs to be proprietary as well as aspirational. So I cannot wait for you to get your offer out into the world and know that it's going to convert, right? And it may not convert today and that's okay. You just need to kind of put this together, regroup and see how you could come at it from a different perspective to show what's in it for them show their uh, the transformation that they're going to receive, those results that you know that they want, do some market research, and do your homework so you can have an offer that converts. 
All right. So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed the show. And until next time, happy marketing. There's never been a more crowded market in the online world. And every day you are constantly fighting the masses for attention of your ideal client. And we all know that in order to have a successful business is by keeping a steady flow of new leads and sales. And in order to get that, you need a steady flow of new followers to be able to build new relationships and make connections. Getting a steady flow of new followers in such a crowded market is easier than you think. I've created a simple strategy that will help you cut through the noise and connect with your ideal clients quickly and effectively so they will want to work with you. It's all about connecting and converting new leads in 45 seconds and turning those eternal scrollers into paying clients in just 45 seconds. Whether you're still growing organically or ready to pour some money into paid advertising, this simple strategy will bring in new leads who are warmed up and ready to hand over their cash. If you're tired of wasting time and money on trying to stand out, then you're going to want to grab my guide at themichellefernandez.com forward slash four five to help you stand out from the crowd so you can scale with ease. Wait, before you go, you know there has got to be a better way to get more sales and be more profitable, one that is predictable and scalable. But it's hard to know where to turn when you feel like you've tried it all and are not even sure you trust your own judgment anymore. Well, as always, I got you. I made 100% free video training that covers it all, including why rinse and repeating is causing you to go broke. More leads is not the only way to scale. And the one thing that's preventing your leads from converting into a sale. Let's get off the leads and roller coaster once and for all. Sign up and save your seat for my free live training and start taking control of your business growth today. Go to themichellefernandez.com forward slash training and save your seat now. And I will see you live inside the training.